Chapter 12 of Stories of Enchantment by Jane Penzer Mars. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Emma S. Stories of Enchantment by Jane Penzer Myers. Chapter 12. The Mist Lady. There was once a little girl who was not like other girls at all. For instead of running and jumping and dancing, she could only walk a little way. And she had to have two crutches to help her. All day long she sat in her chair and kept quite busy reading or playing just pretend. For you know when you play pretend, you can change yourself to a fairy or a bird or an enchanted princess or anything you have in mind. And then, of course, the time passes swiftly. So the little girl's days pass pleasantly. But at night, after she was in her bed and the house was quiet and everyone asleep, the pain would come. And that was so dreadful that the tears would follow. Now the little girl's hands were lame, and it was difficult to wipe away the tears, so that she had to leave them in her eyes. And sometimes, because of them, she could not see the kind old moon that shone down on her bed, or the bright stars that danced and sparkled for her. One night the little girl was very sorrowful, for she had heard the doctor telling her mother that she would never be any better, and that she might live many years before the kind death angel came for her. And now the tears had entirely blotted out the moonlight. Everything was in a blur. She was trying to brush them away, when the sweetest, softest voice said, Do not brush them away, dear. Open your eyes wide and look at me. She did as the voice commanded and saw the loveliest, strangest lady that one can imagine. She was so tall, so fair, with such bright eyes, smiling lips, soft waving hair, and she seemed made of some material so fine and delicate that the little girl felt that if she would try to smooth her face or clasp her hand, she would feel only substance light as air. Her dress was a soft, floating, waving material like the most delicate chiffon. It waved and floated about her with every motion. She bent down and kissed the little girl's forehead, and the kiss was like a soft breath of damp air on her face. The sweet spoke. If you had wiped the tears away, you could not have seen me, for I am one of the children of the mist. Come with me, little princess of tears. You shall be one of us, and I will show you where we dwell. So the little girl took the mist lady's hand, and they passed through an open window. The little girl found herself floating softly along through the moonlight beside her companion. Her garments were like the ladies of the softest, 
finest misty chiffon, and seemed to bear her up as though she floated on a fleecy cloud. The lady said, Even tears are not in vain, for these garments you wear are woven of tears you have shed. You could not have gone with me without them. The little girl laughed and said, how strange that I should even be thankful for the tears I have shed. And the lady answered, Some day, when it is over, you will be thankful for the pain also. But the little girl thought that would be impossible. So they floated happily along. They stopped to breathe on some drooping flowers that a careless child had neglected. They crossed the great river. And presently they came to a mighty cataract. Here is our home, and here are the children of the mist, said the lady. The little girl held her breath in astonishment, and so would any other earth child at what she saw. For whirling, floating, dancing over the cataract, on the shore, diving headlong down the mighty fall with the water. Floating up again from the abyss were myriads of beautiful forms. There were large and small, smaller than the little girl. The mist lady's eyes sparkled. She held out her hand. Come, little princess, she said. Let us join them. But the little girl drew back. Oh, I cannot. I am afraid. Do you go, and I will watch you from this bank. Well, then, but sit here where some of us can be with you every moment, or your garments will wax old and fall from you, and how then will you reach your home? So the little girl sat close to the falls, where the mist children encircled her, clapped her in their arms, kissed her face, and made much of her. They sang for her and told her wonderful stories of the upper air, of Cloudland and its palaces. The little girl loved the Miss Children dearly, for they were so dainty and graceful, so kind and loving, and they in turn loved and pitied the little Princess of Tears. For they knew her story well. They had listened in the night to her sighs, had wept with her, had often allowed her to sleep by tapping on the window pane. So they were old friends of hers. By and by the Miss Lady came to her more fair and radiant than ever. Come, little princess, let us go, for we must meet the dawn angel near your home. So the little girl waved a last farewell to the missed children and contentedly placed her hand in the hand of her guide. And they floated on around mountain peaks, over fair valleys, and over the bosom of a clear lake where the moonlight was sleeping. Presently the eastern sky grew rosy, and flying toward them from its radiance came a great white angel bearing in his arms golden shafts of light. The lady and the little girl veiled their faces 
as he passed them by. Then, hastening home, the little girl found herself in bed, just as the sun's first beams kissed her face. The mist lady had whispered to her that she would come again, so she sank into a quiet, happy sleep, and her mother found her smiling when she came to help her to dress. Now the little girl and the doctor were great friends, for although the doctor was strong and well and laughed a great deal, he knew how to pity little ones who were different from other children. The little girl told him all her fancies and dreams. When he had time to listen, and the next time that he came, she told him about the Miss Lady and her journey. The doctor was greatly interested and said, Do you know, little girl, I intend to stay here all night? Sometime perhaps I may see the Miss Lady too. But the little girl said, Doctor, it would not be any use for you to stay. You laugh too much. You can see the Miss Lady only when your eyes are full of tears. And the doctor said, I really must cure this bad habit of laughing. The little girl said, I do not want you changed the least tiny bit. So they were better friends than ever. Not many nights after, the doctor stood by his little friend. She was asleep with a happy smile on her face. For the time, for pain was all past. And she knew now why it had been allowed. The doctor was not laughing. He saw his little friend's face through tears. And glancing from her face to the foot of the little white bed, he saw the Miss Lady kneeling, with her face hidden in her hands. And the little princess of tears has a new name now. End of chapter 12, The Miss Lady, recording by Emma S. Website, http colon slash slash www.esmileyresearch.wix.com slash emma-smiley. End of Stories of Enchantment by Jane Penzer Myers.